May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our God, our Rock, and our Redeemer. And let the church say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Good to see you all again. It's always a pleasure when Father Joe says, Will you come and take over for me while I'm away? And you get to see me next week, too, because they're away. So here we go. We find ourselves in the baptism of the Lord, and this is officially the last day of Christmas. So if you were partying hardy like we should have been from Christmas on, this is the last day of our celebration. You are my beloved son. With you I am well pleased. He wants to be the bride at every wedding, the corpse at every funeral, and the baby at every christening. Ironically, the subject of this cynical remark was a world leader. And even though he commanded center stage, he still craved attention. Deep down, most people do. We need our strokes. We need those attaboy and girls from time to time. To varying degrees, we're, we're like those little kids who want someone to notice and affirm us. Watch me jump. Look at, look at this trick. See what I can do. Today's celebration conveys a message about this human craving. In fact, you might call the baptism of the Lord the feast of full attention. The spotlight is on Jesus, who comes to John as just another pennant in the crowd. It's not like they, the, the crowd parts ways and Jesus walks through and, oh, Jesus is here. They don't even know who Jesus is at this point. Then suddenly he's singled out as uniquely cherished. The heavens are torn apart. The Spirit descends and the Father's voice declares him, my beloved Son. What a stunning affirmation of Jesus' importance. But there's something just as stunning. The sacrament of baptism brings us right into Jesus' own relationship with the Father. You don't have to strive for attention, wonder who you are, or question whether your life matters. If you've been baptized into Christ, what the Father spoke to Jesus, he speaks to you now. You are my my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. Yes, you need to be transformed into the likeness of Christ. And yes, that takes time. Sometimes an entire lifetime till we get it right. But as you make that journey, you can rest secure that you are already God's beloved child now. Everything flows from that, brothers and sisters. And sometimes we don't remember that or we take it for granted. So today, as the Christmas season comes to a close, why not give one last gift? Offer God your full attention. As you reflect on your baptism, let him reveal to you 
to yourself, let him reveal you to yourself and show you how greatly you are loved. As you give God your full attention, you will discover how much you have of his. See, the good news is, brothers and sisters, no matter how preoccupied we get with our lives and how oftentimes we put God on the back shelf and we run around and do all these things, we are God's first priority all of the time. He always has our back. He always stands alongside of us. He picks us up when we fall and brushes us off and sets us on our journey again because his love is everlasting. And if we can set our full attention on him, we can tap into that love each and every day in good times and in bad because it's always there for us. We heard in the first reading about the light coming into the world in Genesis. Are you light bearers to the world in which you live? Do you bring Christ's light to places in where you work, with your neighbors, with your family? Why or why not? In the responsorial psalm, we're invited to give glory to God. It says, Give to the Lord glory and praise. What are some reasons from your own life that lead you to give the Lord glory and praise? Are there things that you need to be grateful for that God does in your life? In the gospel, God the Father speaks these words to Jesus. You are my beloved son. With you I am well pleased. What about you? Do you believe that through your baptism into Christ, you too are a beloved son or daughter of your heavenly Father? Do you believe that in spite of your weaknesses and, yes, your sins, you are also pleasing to your heavenly Father? Why or why not? You are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. If you hear the Father speak these words to you in your spirit or in your heart, what impact would it have on your life? Like if today, right now, you heard those words from the Father, how would that change the game plan for you? I mean, do we mouth this stuff and say we believe it? Or do we really believe it? And that the experience of those words in our lives does it impact us in such a way that we lead our lives in a different way? Do we become radical lovers of him? So what I'd like you to do is to take some time now to pray and thank your Heavenly Father that in Jesus you are his beloved child. So why don't you just take a few moments to let God speak to you right now those words, you are my beloved son, you are my beloved daughter.